完璧などありえないこの世界は不完全だから美しいバカバカバカ何俺は海賊王になる力を渡した時に言ったことを覚えているかいクレ違うそこじゃない変態遅い Hello and welcome to More Than Hentai, a podcast that is here to show you that anime is far more than just tentacles and catgirls. There's also countless stories of love, loss, laughs, hope, horror, and happiness that are just dying to be found. And I, Brendan White, the Salt and Pepper Senpai, am here to help you find them. More Than Hentai is proudly powered by 8bit.net and those sexy audio based legends over at Audio Technica. Go upgrade your audio game today over at audiotechnica.com. And joining me on this episode is the big daddy boss man of story mode, one of my favorite media outlets here in Australia. He's also the original creator of the Leviathan Axe, sorry, Brock and Sindri, host of Love Letters, the Story Mode podcast, and also a card carrying member of the Tree Police. Here's a love for comedies, horror, and science fiction, with a few of his first, our personal favorite animes being One Punch Man, Attack on Titan, and the Cell Saga from Dragon Ball Z. Jesse Spanner on the socials. Jesse Monroe, my good man, welcome to the Riverside Studio. How might you be doing, sir? Oh, that intro has brightened. That is the sweetest Valentine's Day gift I've ever received. That was beautiful. I'm well. That is、uh, my gift to you. Happy Valentine's Day, by Thanks, the way,、babe. Jesse. Happy Valentine's Day, listeners. Yeah, we are recording here on Tuesday, February the 14th. And I thought, you know, what better way to show some love than to talk about anime? The fantastic, fantastic medium that makes all our hearts flutter constantly. Completely agree with that.、Um, I, as, as a lapsed anime fan, I've,、uh, I may have fallen in love. Again? Okay, okay. We, we, don't, we don't want to bury the lead straight away, but、uh, let, let's maybe jump into that and focus on this,、uh, this word lapsed you just mentioned. So, obviously,、uh, yeah, we've been sort of chatting online and offline regarding Get You On here because、uh, you had a little bit of a relationship with anime. It was sort of fleeting, you might say. You've been in, you've been out. And、uh, tell, me the, tell me the backstory of you and anime. Well, I mean, When you introduced me, you said my favorite thing the Attack on Titan, One Punch Man, the Cell Saga. That's what the kids call a basic bitch, a basic anime <laughs> bitch. It's, it is the most like, of course you do. Everyone loves those things. My main kind of a time with anime was when I was a kid. It was Chiefs TV, it was watching Beyblade and the underrated Crush Gear, Dragon Ball Z, Pokemon, Digimon, all those things that made you late for school. All those anime gateway drugs. Exactly. But for some reason, they, they didn't latch on. It doesn't make any sense. I, I'm into, you know, the right sort of films. I'm into gaming. I'm into all the things that an anime fan would be into, but anime just doesn't stick with me. There's a few things.、Um, Attack on Titan broke through that. I haven't finished it, though. I'm probably two seasons behind.、Okay. One Punch Man.、Um, I watched it while at work, so that may have something to do with it. Absolutely brilliant. First season, second season was fine.、Um, <laughs> I, I, I try. My, my, my partner, Sophie, she's mad into anime. And she gets so angry with me when I can't. I just can't focus. I, I watch a little bit.、Oh, okay. and I, I, I can't. There's 700 episodes. What do you mean there's 700 episodes? 
I, I, I can't do it. I feel like I, I, I don't have enough time, but then I'm bored. I don't it know can what be it is. a lot like uh, the long, slow churns, you know, the, the one pieces, the bleaches and things like that that do go for hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of episodes. It is daunting and it is a lot, but I'm really enjoying some of these other shows that might only have a season or two where it is less of an investment. So it's less frustrating and probably easier to focus on like i i still haven't watched a lick of one piece uh listeners please do not take away my anime card but i've watched a lot of other anime so i feel you i can empathize with you as far as that rocky relationship but um what's what's the like outside of the i guess the scope of some of these big grand anime that go forever uh what else is some of the other things i guess you're having a hard time getting a hold of or appreciating like what are the other things that you dislike from anime that maybe just don't jive with uh with jesse munro it's look when i say i'm not gonna say that i dislike anything this is a me problem anime is perfect it's me i'm fundamentally broken and i just don't fit into the ecosystem where i should fit in <laughs> and whenever somebody tells me like hey you should watch my anime they then describe the most obscure anime i've ever heard of now brendan i've been following intently your twitter thread of your anime waifus, okay? Mm-hmm. And you list their name and then the anime they're from. Are these actual anime name, like, titles or are these fucking Panic at the Disco songs? It is a <laughs> sentence long. It Maybe doesn't make any both. sense. Maybe it's and both. It's, it's, I'm the same way with um, comic books. I've always wanted to get into them, but there's so much. Like, where do you start? And once you start, somebody's going to tell you you're doing it wrong. I'm one of those people, I, I have to be on my phone when I watch TV because I have awful attentions, an awful attention span. I can't read subtitles all the time. So I will watch a dub version sometimes. And I've told people that and they get really angry with me. Well, I got to stop you right there because there, there's no judgment here at More Than Hentai. We are here to just appreciate anime in all its forms and you can consume it however you like. You want sub, you want dub, that's fine. You... Want something a little bit more mainstream and safe? That's fine. You want something weird that does borderline uh, get into the hentai space? That's also fine. We ain't going to yuck nobody's yums around here. So uh, you do you, boo, and we'll back you regardless. See, this is what's going to get me back in anime. This, this is a safety net I needed. Yeah, I, I can be your guide. I can be your anime uh, sensei. I will show you the way. I will recommend shows that I feel will be good and beneficial to you and i think it can be like just little baby steps we'll get you back just step by step episode by episode we'll get you fully immersed in this beautiful japanese animated world this is what i've needed i a few weeks ago i had my nine-year-old nephew bully me because i haven't watched any one piece and he went on about it for about three hours while i saw him went out for drinks a few weeks ago with some friends i haven't seen for a while i knew one of them was into anime and he was kind of chill about the fact that i haven't watched any for a while and the other one was cr- cracked the shits with me. I found out her dog's name Levi after Levi from Attack on Titan. I didn't know she was this, you know, deep in the source. Like, it's everywhere. That's that's commitment. Like, like I I will fully admit I'm I haven't like I'm not completely up to date with Attack on Titan. I think it's fine, but I also think it's very overrated. People talk about Attack on Titan like it's the bloody it's like Schindler's List or The Godfather. I'm like, it's good, but like. Settle down now. It ain't on my anime Mount Rushmore, and I'm certainly not naming a dog after a character from Attack on Titan. That's Unless smart. it's Kenny, so I can go, Kenny! And just yell all the time. When I was in Japan, I want to say five or six years ago, Universal Studios in Osaka, they had uh, an Attack on Titan experience. I'm not going to say ride on an experience. 
and the line was about four hours long in the heat. And we lined up. Yuck. We did it. We just like, we've got it. Yuck, of course, twice. Of course we're going to do it. It wasn't anything. You walk through some halls where they've made models of um, the, the the forest scene with Annie. Whoever, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. So you see all these like statues of like mutilated bodies. And then they show a clip from one of the episodes. And that was it. I mean, they did have a life-size Titan, oh. but that was outside. I didn't have to line up for that. So maybe my Attack on Titan lust, I'll say, is too much. Yeah, if, if I had that experience, I'd probably just quit Attack on Titan for a while. Waiting four hours to get stuff I already knew and be very underwhelmed? Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. I, I like to enjoy my anime in the comfort of my in boudoir. I agree. I mean... Look, to be fair to the whole Universal Studios setup and uh, and anime as a whole, there was also an Evangelion 4D Ooh. ride. I'd never seen Evangelion before. I did that. Have you still never seen it? I've seen it, it now it? and I loved it. Okay. It broke me. Like, it, it hurt my brain a little bit. But I understood so many memes. <sighs> the ending, my, my brain still cannot fully compute and comprehend what was going on. Like, I know that it was the real world clashing with the anime world where the director was going through a lot of dark shit when they oh, yeah. were closing off that show and it just punched right through the fourth wall into the into the anime itself and it's it's a lot yeah look we all have those um those days where our brain is sort of running in that same you know 10 frames per second sort of mode <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 could, I could connect with it yeah it's it's a lot but uh yeah i i i could still appreciate like i gotta pay some respect and uh you know, hat tip to Universal Studios for uh, taking the plunge and putting an Attack on Titan exhibit slash experience in there because, yeah, like, as I said, I'm not going to yuck anybody's yums. The The thought of queuing up for four hours, though, for something disappointing is a bit uh, bit rough on the old emotional heartstrings. But, yeah, each their own, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've stuffed up. Well, let's uh, let's maybe shift gears and we'll talk about the anime in question that I've recommended to you that's hopefully pulled you back in and you've tucked you tucked under my wing and got you back in the anime fold and for listeners that are stopping by for the very first time firstly thank you but secondly the concept of more than hentai is as follows so i will get some questions answered from our particular co-host and this co-host obviously in question is jesse here on the other end of this microphone and got a little bit of a business case bit of a backstory understanding of what he likes, what he doesn't like, things he's watched at the moment, and then I'll sort of recommend something that I feel he might or might not enjoy. Hopefully might. That's the that's the goal here is to recommend something that that they love and they run away and go watch the entirety of the season. Uh, and what we're going to do now is deep dive on the first episode of said anime and sort of talk about everything in a spoiler capacity. First episode only, we're not going to spoil any major plot points for the overall narrative beats that go across the 12 episodes of the show and things like that we're only talking episode one and the title and focus for this week's episode is chainsaw man it is a dark fantasy comedy horror manga series written and illustrated by tatsuko fujimoto with its first arc being serialized in shuhisa's shonen magazine weekly shonen jump from december 2018 to december of 2020 its chapters have since been collected into 13 Tunkabon volumes as of January 2023. And as of January 2023, from an overall unit sold perspective, the manga has over 23 million copies currently in circulation. 
an anime television series was adapted via MAPA and broadcast from October to December of 2022 with 12 episodes currently available for consumption over on that fantastic platform known as Crunchyroll. And the story of Chainsaw Man is as follows. Denji is robbed of a normal teenage life, left with nothing but his deadbeat father's overwhelming debt. His only companion is his pet, the Chainsaw Devil, Puchita, with whom he slays devils for money that inevitably ends up in the Yakuza's pockets. All Denji can do is dream of a good, simple life, one with delicious food and a beautiful girlfriend by his side. But an act of greedy betrayal by the Yakuza leads to Denji's brutal, untimely death, crushing all hope of him ever achieving happiness. Remarkably, an old contract allows Pachita to merge with the deceased Denji and bestow devil powers on him, changing him into a hybrid able to transform his body parts into chainsaws. Because Denji's new abilities pose a significant risk to society, the Public Safety Bureau's elite devil hunter, Makima, takes him in, letting him live as long as he obeys her command. Guided by the promise of a content li- of, a, of a content life alongside an attractive woman, Denji devotes everything and fights with all his might to make his naive dreams become a reality. So episode one is titled Dog and Chainsaw. Jesse, what are your first thoughts on Chainsaw Man and namely episode one known as Dog and Chainsaw? Um, look, I've been trying to get better at reviewing things and, you know, expressing feelings towards different mediums. But I struggle with this one uh, beyond just the words. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And Denji being in a position to, let's say, be bossed around by Mikima, he has died and gone to heaven. He's done it. He's made it. Yeah. I am a big uh, Makima fan. She is fantastic. Oh, I just, oh, my, my heart, my heart. But look, we'll get, we'll get there in a moment. Because uh, the show definitely has a quite a, a horny underbelly. The thing that got me from the start, though, is the animation is tight. Yeah, Mappa, they, they don't muck around. And, and you mentioned Attack on Titan. Mappa are actually doing the, the final season of Attack on Titan. So outside of that, they've done like Jujutsu Kaisen, Dorohidoro, the God of High School, uh, Yuri on Ice, which is a bit of an older one, which is also a banger in this corner of the world and uh, Kakugiri as well. So they've got a distinctive animation style, but also blends itself to the animation style or the art style of the manga. So they've melded both of those worlds together into this fantastic, crazy, smutty, crass, violent, horrific world that is Chainsaw Man. Well, I mean, before the show, you you compared it to the boys. And I think that's a really, really apt comparison. The... What's good about The Boys is it can be violent, but it can also be really heartfelt and, yes, very horny. But it balances out really well. You don't... It doesn't feel like it goes into one of the categories too far and falls off a cliff. I mean, I'm only episode... Well, to be honest, I'm two episodes in. But Chainsaw Man hasn't done that. It hasn't gone too far in any of these directions. It's remained really well balanced. And it makes you really relate to the characters because they're not just one-dimensional. But when they get into a certain mode, chainsaw mode that is, <laughs> you could just kick back. And sometimes you just need to see some zombies get cut up. It, it looks so good. He reminds me of, um, this is going to be a really weird, weird reference. Do you read Del Toro Quest? I read Del Toro Quest, yes. Do you remember the Vral? 
the green like velociraptor things with the claws. <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Chainsaw Man reminds me. Hazy, but yeah, I remember. It's one of them crossed with um, uh, Aaron of the Jaeger in Attack on Titan. Oh, it has this real like he has this like real like kind of loose and like lackadaisical version of of just murder. He's enjoying it. He's laughing. I I wish he was like Satruth Green, so he looked like a uh, like a Ryobi chainsaw. But that's just my thing. I I love I love Denji. Denji is great. So so yeah, the the show itself it opens in sort of like a dreamlike state where we're looking through Denji's eyes and he's walking through this abandoned alleyway. And this is sort of a recurring theme in in the in the show itself where he's going down this abandoned alleyway and reaching for this door and then uh, you know, grabs the door handle and then it cuts straight into this banger of an intro track uh, by Kenshi Yonazino called Kickback. And it's just, mm, just slapping straight away. And it's just a good old time, that intro. As a uh, quote-unquote bass player, that got me. Uh, there's Even the song at the end is different episode one, but in episode two, it the bass is going off. Um, I may sit down and attempt to learn that that kicks the soundtrack itself like i've got it saved on my spotify playlist because there is some absolute bangers put together there like um kensuke yushio is the is the fellow behind the soundtrack and he's most recently done like outside of this another notable one would be Devilman crybaby which has also got an absolutely thumping soundtrack that's very eclectic and jumps jumps genres and just really fits the mood as to what's going on in the anime at any given time an anime with a good soundtrack will stay in my heart forever. Um, mm. I walk around, I don't think there's a day that goes past that I don't loudly and obnoxiously hum the Evangelion tune to my partner. who And I expect her to you know, do a bit of call and response to me. Rarely happens, but when it does, it's like angel singing. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, it's Valentine's Day. Hopefully you can get a bit of that Evangelion back and forth after we record here. And uh, That's what the kids you know, are calling Valentine's Day in style. <laughs> yeah, so, so after that, that banger of a track, uh, we, we've got some uh, a flashback. Or obviously, I should say, sorry, uh, we've sort of, we jump forward to 16-year-old Denji and he's, he's walking down the road and sort of weighing up all the money that he's had and, and owed from from just sacrificing his body. He's like, oh yeah, I got 1.2 million yen from donating a kidney, 300,000 from my right eye. He uh, sacrificed one of his testes for 100,000 as well, but he still owes 38 million yen to the Yakuza due to his deadbeat dad just running up all these debts. It all got too much room and then his dad kills himself. So young, young Denji, he's been... Uh, lumped on with all this debt from the Yakuza where they've, they sort of said at, at his father's funeral where Denji then might have been about, I don't know, 10 or 11 at the time. He was baby Denji. And the guy from the Yakuza said, you need to get me 700,000 yen overnight. Otherwise, we're going to chop you up and sell you off the next day. So Denji just gets to work. He goes out there and starts slumming it. and But then he also meets the devil known as Pochita, who is a devil dog chainsaw hybrid thing which is the cutest little thing getting around and he gave he gives some of his blood to to pochita to bring him back to health the way that devils can sort of uh i guess regenerate is through the blood of a human so he sort of says bite my arm get yourself better but we're going to go into a contract after this 
where we're going to have each other's backs, etc., etc. Bites his arm, becomes best friends, and then he uses this little sentient devil chainsaw dog as his weapon to go out and kill devils for the Yakuza to, to pay down this debt. Prachita is one of the cutest things I've ever seen. Just this little orange ball with a goddamn chainsaw coming out of its forehead. I, I also like how it was just there during the funeral, it seemed. So Denji's like at the grave, and then Prachita's like, hey, <laughs> what are you up to? Mm. I mean, I'm sick, but what are you up to? Uh, I also like a big fan of the fact that uh, Denji only offered him this sort of verbal contract of, I've helped you, now you can help me, post-bite. He's, 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 he's like the Yakuza. He's t- taking advantage of this little chainsaw boy. Yeah, he was he was swindling early. Like, it came from a good place, but I guess after you've just lost your dad and realised that you're pretty much in debt forever, maybe you're not as not as on brand as you would be. But yeah, so they, they have this, this handshake via blood transfusion, I guess you could say. And then it sort of jumps forward. They, they're walking home and, and he's they're sort of laying in this little rickety-ass tin shack that he's living in and... And Denji's just procrastinating about his life where all he wants to eat is some some bread with some jam on it and find a nice girl to have a cuddle with and, you know, typical teenage dreams, you know, like bread and jam, a little honey on your arm. That's all you need, right? That's life. Mm. That's, uh, that does escalate. Both of those dreams do escalate down the track. He, he, he wants all of that honey. But I do like his little his little his little dreams, and uh, I mean we find out a little bit later. Pachita also likes his very humble dreams as well. But it was a, it was a nice it was a nice bonding moment. It really was, and like he he is just his loyal like yes yes Pachita is a devil, but he's he's pretty much Denji's only friend. They're like best buds. Yet Pachita also acts as almost like he's his pet, like he's there cuddling up with him and, and having snuggles as you would with your dog or your cat or whatever it is that you cuddle up to at home and they're just having a good time. And then outside of that, Denji's off just, just working for the Yakuza and, and killing various devils for money, but then also getting screwed over by the Yakuza where he goes out and kills uh, certain devils. Like he kills the tomato devil, <laughs> which is fantastic in itself, kills it. And then the Yakuza is like, yeah, it's, it's going to give you all this money. I think it was like 400,000 roughly to kill the, the tomato devil. And he's like, ah, oh, after fees and interest and da, 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 you only get 70,000, but then he's got some other bills to pay. And then he's left with like two Bob in his pocket really. Yep. So does all this work, risks his life and then gets nothing for it. That tomato devil was the moment the show I was in. Cause it was the same I feeling I had when I first watched one, um, one punch man. Um, remember, uh, Crablanta, Crablante, the big crab man do. in episode one. One of the funniest moments I've ever seen in anything. But just seeing this really like outlandish design, I was on board. Like, okay, that's that's where we're going with the designs. I'm in. Had the same feeling with this. It's just this weird multi-eyed tomato man with a, a, a vertical mouth with this big grin on it. And he just chops it to bits and it's like, oh, you're going to want to get rid of the seeds because it will regrow and come back. Just... So matter-of-factly, I like this world now. I, I'm invested. It's great, yeah. So so devils of all shapes and sizes and, and ailments just, just live amongst humanity, really. So, yeah, we, we've got these public safety devil hunters that do it from an official government-based capacity, and then we've got someone like a Denji who's sort of doing it on the side for the Yakuza and making some money and paying off those debts. So, 
yeah, he gets screwed over after after killing the the tomato devil. He's walking home, and then one of the the head of the yuckers, or the head of this yuckers firm, his driver sort of says, "Yo, I'll give you a hundred yen if you eat this lit cigarette." So he mungs it down because he's so desperate for cash. It just sort of really plants early that Denji is desperate to to live a normal, fulfilled life, and he's doing whatever he can to get the money to get out of this debt. So he's just killing devils eating cigarettes, et cetera, et cetera, because he wants that bread with the jam on it. He wants that bread with the jam. Unre- or related, but not directly related to Chainsaw Man. When you do have like a jam sandwich, do you put butter on first before the jam or you just jam straight onto the bread? Like anime, I don't quite like jam. Oddly enough, it's my <gasps> initials. My initials are spelled jam. Um, there you go. But So maybe it's like a self-loathing sort of thing. But I, I, I don't like I don't like jam. I, I just continue to disappoint. <laughs> what about on like a scone? Would you have jam on a scone? I'd have butter on a scone. Oh, this is blasphemy. What about where, jam and cream on a scone? How often do you have a scone? I can't remember the last time I had a scone. Not as often as I'd like. I'm a muffin man. Okay. I, I'm not going to besmirch the good name of the muffin, but I if, if I had the capacity to have a scone... Every week, I would have a scone with jam and cream every week, quite happily. I hope at one point in your life, you reach that point where you can have a scone every week. That's what I wish for you. <laughs> I probably could, but I'm just lazy. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I got a dream though. I, I, want a, I want a weekly scone. Well, you keep killing those devils and cutting down trees and one day you'll have your scone. One day, I've just got to pay off this uh, horrible, never-ending debt that I'm in from, from my deceased father as well. But uh, yeah, thanks Rick White, you son of a bitch. <laughs> But um, yeah, let's let's shift gears back onto Chainsaw Man. So so yeah, after this moment, and you, you referenced it earlier, where where Denji's having a bit of a, a dreamlike sequence, and, he, and he's sort of struggling to struggling to sleep because they're starving, because him and him and Pochi are, are splitting like one piece of bread that day, like they're living off you know hope and dreams as far as the the money they've got for the rest of the month. But then. They they get another job opportunity from the Yakuza where they've got to go kill the zombie devil. And so they get picked up by the Yakuza. They're driving out to this giant ass like industrial shed, one might say, or a big barn or, or whatever. Just a big a big nondescript building out in the middle of the boondocks. And they run into the zombie devil and it gets a bit crazy from there, wouldn't you say? It escalates. I was the design of zombie devil for one. Very, very cool. Very mm-hmm. grotesque, bloodborne-esque pustules and such. I'm a big fan of that sort of thing. But yeah, this big monster turns around and says, Hey, I tricked the Yakuza. They wanted more power. I basically, I did a deal with them in the same way you did a deal with Pachita. Uh, and then he gets he gets got. He gets stabbed right through the chest and it genuinely shocked me. Even Pachita got it from a taint to tip. Stabbed right through the middle. Yeah, so so poor poor Denji and Pochita, they both get stabbed in the back by this this now we realized controlled Yakuza member that's that's under under the control of the zombie devil because they made a yeah pact where the Yakuza wanted power. The the zombie devil just wanted to kill devil hunters, so they had a bit of a bit of a deal there going on. And yeah, you sit there and go holy shit, this character and this adorable little chainsaw devil that I've just become attached to over the last 12 or so minutes, are they dead? Like, what is going on? The characters are gone already and my heart sunk. Like, I rewatched these episodes again today and I still got just as sad 
seeing this this sort of act of violence play out on two characters that I've become very attached to. I guess it's because I haven't watched anime for a while. And I, if you watch enough anime, you're like, okay, of course they're not dead. But I had the thought, oh, okay, the rest of the show will be like a flashback sort of thing and then it'll come back to this moment. Because the zombie devil seems like, you know, sort of a bit of an end game level boss. Um, mm-hmm. But but no, it's not, not that at all. I, I didn't like seeing Pachita cough up blood. That was a bit much, but they get, they, they, it ends well. <laughs> yeah, it does. So, so after they get impaled by this, this horrible, uh, zombie sentient Yakuza controlled person, they attempt to, to escape, but they're both heavily bleeding. So they're not, not as mobile and not really able to run. And they're getting chased by this, this horde of zombies, which catches up to them both and then starts stabbing them more and pretty much chopping them up and just throws them into a big skip bin because they're like, oh, he's dead. Don't worry about him. That's another devil hunter gone, you know, wiping the hands clean. Huzzah, happy day, says the zombie devil. But yeah, as this going on, Pachita starts recalling time with with Denji and talking about this simple and, uh, you know, beautiful life that he wants to live. And Pachita sort of says he loved hearing about Denji's dreams and in a roundabout way, he's sort of saying, well, I want you to make these dreams a reality. We're going to make one last contract here. And Pachita gives gives its life away to have Denji reborn again where Denji now um, holds the heart of Pachita. So Pachita's heart or Pachita becomes Denji's heart, you could say, which in turn reanimates denji there's a there's an animation sequence where you're seeing all denji's like limbs start to reconnect and whatever else and it's like oh shit what's going on this is this is really cool what's happening and then after they've properly fused all these chopped pieces back together uh denji gets back up and and you know with the mindset of uh i need to i need to live out my dreams because my little buddy's just sacrificed himself for me and then uh yeah he jumps jumps out of the dumpster and he's got Pachita's tail hanging out of his chest like a typical uh, pull string from a chainsaw as you would when you when you're starting a chainsaw up and you get this moment where the zombie devil's like what the hell like you're still alive what's going on here you should be dead da 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 and Denji's sort of curious as to what's going on here and sort of trying to grasp what's just happened and then the zombies start coming in to, to finish him off round two so he rips the rips the pull cord from his chest and moments later chainsaw man is born where he's got chainsaw blades coming out of his arms he's got a big giant chainsaw coming out of his head like his head's just become teeth and a a sentient chainsaw head and madness just goes down wouldn't you say it is so viscerally wet it's a wet scene you feel the blood come onto you um also i just i just want to mention i do like the irony of the zombie devil shocked that somebody came back to life it's in your mm. name champ you should you should understand the, the the mechanics of this whole thing um but yeah he just starts slicing people and he's i think the part i like the most is the moment he realizes what he's doing is he gets into it he's chuckling away i've watched so much of the dub version and the sub version both just as good as one another the the dub is pretty damn high quality the the voice acting on display in both versions Chef kiss and hat tip to everyone involved. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I like in the dub version the uh, his cackle is a bit more pronounced, and he's he's loving life. Also, design wise, with his arm chainsaws, 
Does it? Do they cut his thumbs off? I'd assume so, because now thinking about it, it, almost looks like his hands are sort of paddles, right? Yeah, like they haven't. No it hasn't quite appendage. gone right. Like he's taken the whole Assassin's Creed one finger thing to the extreme, I guess. Because it ties into the yakuza. He's 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 given his thumbs away because he's uh he's sinned against the the yakuza family. Even though it's usually pinkies, I think first. But we'll, we'll flip the script here. To be honest, I mean, even at the start, the Yakuza got their way. They said, you know, we're, we're going to chop you up and sell you. And he starts chopping off his nuts, cutting out his eye, selling them. So they got their way. And they do chop him up and put him into a dumpster. Uh, yep. But I, I, I like that he definitely he returns the favor. Just cutting people in, in twain. Adrenaline. There's, there's one scene there too where where the zombie devil is still beside itself as to what's going on and he starts like the zombie devil is just throwing literal zombies at denji when he's in chainsaw mode and he's just like swatting them away with his chainsaw arms and cutting him to bits the the panic it's such a cool scene like denji like jumps on his head and just starts like puts his head chainsaw into the face of the uh, zombie devil the zombie devil's terrified. Just like throwing corpses at him. It's a good time. Also, I just want to it's a mention the uh, the part where the zombies first start coming towards him and he pulls that record and it takes a moment for something to happen. So all the zombies jump on him and they look like they're starting to eat him. And then you just hear that little rumble of that chainsaw start up and the zombie devil shits his pants. <laughs> it's beautiful. It really is great. And and like you were saying earlier, because you feel that this zombie devil is going to be one of the big bads of the show. You think you know, the zombie devil is going to narrowly escape or whatever and Denji's going to be chasing this this beastie throughout the 12 episodes. But nah, nah. Once, uh, once Chainsaw Man is alive and well and he's slicing zombies up left, right and center, the, the exchange with the zombie devil... It feels brief, like there is a little back and forth, but then once once Denji fully embraces who slash what he is, he does that this big giant leaping thing and he sort of chainsaw blade slides down the, the zombie's appendage and then cuts the cuts the zombie devil, bank smack in half, like straight down the middle, like you've seen in in many a horror film. And it's so goddamn metal, this scene, like the little backing soundtrack that's going on as this battle's happening and then there's your blood and viscera and corpses everywhere and just this just the animation style of denji in the chainsaw man form is so good like it's such a unique weird character but it just looks brilliant on screen there is something about his design this is a design with 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 any character wearing a button-up shirt wearing a nice like shirt but doing very violent things i'm pretty sure like in the raid 2 i'm fairly certain hammer girl had like a button-up shirt and there's something really cool about her clubbing people with hammers as the name would suggest and having that juxtaposition of like she we should all be working in an office right now you you can't what are you doing (laughs) you're getting a blood on your nice white shirt i i I love that so you mean obviously the cool parts of his design are the chainsaws but there's something really like casual worker about him that i really attach myself to um which may say a lot about my current working condition <laughs> yeah that's uh that's probably something we need to unpack another day that's for sure if you see me attaching ryobis to myself stop me yeah i'm i'm gonna be running or i'm gonna <laughs> run towards you and try and calm you down and, and talk you off the uh power tool based ledge because uh yeah it could be a little a little wild a little wild <laughs> but um yeah, after after this big abandoned factory battle takes place, 
and Denji's just sort of standing there almost almost in just a daze after killing all these devils, we get, um, I guess, joint waifu, you could say. Makima rolls up. So she rolls up with the Public Safety Bureau, couple of couple of goonies with her, a couple of, couple of yes-men because uh, she's pretty high up in the Public Safety Bureau. And she was contracted to go there and kill the zombie devil herself. Gets there obviously late because Denji has already done so. And, um, you know, she, she's walking in there pretty casually, not sure what's going on. The two cronies that are with her are like, you know, that's a devil. No, we, we got to, you know, take it out as well. And she's like, no, it doesn't smell like a devil. doesn't smell like a human. This is something different. Like uh, it's somewhere in between now. It's got a strange smell to it. And she she walks over to, to Denji and Denji, I guess, in his sort of last brief moment of consciousness sort of asks to be hugged because, you know, he's never had the had the touch of a woman. And he sort of collapses into Makima's arms. She hugs him. And then the chainsaw armor, I guess you could say, just starts to melt away. And you see, like, there's a human under this this chainsaw get up. And, yeah, it's, it's a cute little moment. Uh, she explains that he's not possessed. But then she gives him the ultimatum, you know, you can either... Uh, you can either get killed as a devil right now or be kept as a human to almost be my, I guess, my human dog, my lap dog. Uh, you'd become a yes man for me and you just need to do exactly what I ask. But in return, you will always be fed. And so, you know, the eyes light up from Denji and he asks what he would be getting for breakfast if he agrees to become, I guess, the human lap dog of Makima. And she says straight off the cuff, bread with butter and jam, mentions salad, coffee, and maybe some dessert. And then Denji just goes, awesome. And he agrees. And, you know, credits roll from there. And the cool thing is it fades to black. You hear the that, yeah, that chainsaw startup noise. And then the outro track for episode one, Chainsaw Blood by Vaundy kicks in. And it is a banger as well. And that's, that's the end of the episode. What did you think of that first interaction with Makima and this little exchange and, and the episode as a whole? Um, well, I, I'd seen her, but not known it was her. Um, I'd seen a bunch of, like, cosplayers, um, because of this Makima, and it's a cool look. I love the eyes. These, like, red circles. The eyes are fantastic, and it's, yeah. it's super subtle, because you could easily miss it, but after my second watch, I'm like, wait a minute, hold up, there's something going on here. She's so confident, and she she knows so much more than she's letting on here. You you just saw him fall into a web, but it's one it's a web that I would jump into. <laughs> I'm in that web right now. I I sleep in that web every night. <laughs> oh, these these red flags are uh, were just like bringing me in for landing. Okay, I'm I'm in I'm in love with her. Yeah, she's she's great. She's a fantastic character, and yeah, you only just get that little taste in these last few minutes of of episode one. But like you said, there's there's a bigger web here. There's a bigger story to be told. And there's so much intrigue around Makima and where she fits in. And some of the other cool things with with Chainsaw Man is not only meeting some of the, the broader team of the Public Safety Extermination Special Division 4 squad that she's helped set up, but you meet Power in the next episode. Not really going to say much about her, but I also love, love, love Power. I love her attitude and her moxie and just everything else. And then also Aki you meet in the second episode and then you meet Himeno in a future episode. So you're, you haven't met her yet, but 
It's so good, this show. I am going to watch more tonight. So I'll, yeah, I watched, I watched two episodes. And I won't say too much about the second one. But you do get to learn a lot more about Denji's um, horn dog ways in that one. And I couldn't help but take photos and screenshots. Of this one part where he says, <laughs> um, like, porn collected or something like that. And also, he was kicked in the nuts by some sort of, like, dick devil or whatever it was. I lost my mind laughing at that. It's so it's so funny. But just back to Mikima as well. What I really like about her at the end. And it, look, this is almost my one complaint about the show. Is it introduces a very, very interesting world. But doesn't mm-hmm. explain much about it. Like, there are devils. Okay, what does that mean? Are they all bad? What's the go? You can't just say there are devils. I need some sort of context. And I, th- I thought there would have been some some more in this one. I do like, though, that introducing the whole idea of the Public Safety Bureau, it expands everything so much. And you realize that the dangerous monsters he's been fighting are not even worth mentioning. There are much, mm-hmm. much bigger deals happening. So I do like how he expanded the scope so much at the end. I just wish there was a bit more of a lead-in before that scope really went out and my mind started racing to different conclusions. That's that's the tough part with anime, especially when we're just focusing on this first episode that's that gives you, let's say, anywhere from 20 to 21 minutes of actual episode to chew through. Like That's a lot of world-building to try and churn out and get you on the hook. So I can completely uh, understand where you're coming from there as far as, yeah, they, they give you a couple little breadcrumbs, but it's like, yeah, give me give me more, explain more where these devils come from or how they slot in. But yeah, the the ending where, where you meet the Public Safety Bureau and you meet Makima and you get this cute little endearing moment where he finally feels the touch of a woman and he's getting fed and he's getting all this food that he's like, all the things that he was dreaming of that Pochita sacrificed itself for, it's all just coming true in, in one fell swoop, which is nice. And yeah, the episode though ends so suddenly because you're like, I want more. I want more of this world. But I'm happy that you're pushing through. I'm happy that you've watched episode two as well because meeting Power, I love her. She is one of my favorite characters in this whole show and this whole manga. And it's just such a crazy, absurd, smutty, violent, crass, funny world but it all just works together like you said it manages to balance and shift tone really effortlessly and it just makes you laugh and makes you be a bit repulsed and makes you potentially cry from some of these emotional moments like you ride this emotional roller coaster with denji and co and um yeah i am all for chainsaw man what about you uh when so you asked me what am i into we we know each other quite well you know what i'm what i'm into and things like that the fact that you recommended this show for me means you, you get me. This this ticked every single box I'm looking for or something. I'm not just in for Chancellor Man. I'm in for giving anime another go. Yes. Alright, so I'm gonna yes. I'm going to finish Chancellor Man pretty quickly, I think, and then oh, I don't know what I Is there something you would suggest to go to next? I've got a few other ideas. Mm. I got a few other ideas. Uh, and and one even potentially from the same studio. Uh, that Mappa's done is Jujutsu Kaisen. I think that could be something that would uh, fall right into the Jesse Munro wheelhouse or also uh, Demon Slayer if you're yet to touch any Demon Slayer because it is also fan-freaking-tastic. 
so so there's some options you uh you, you spoil with choice these days when it comes to anime and then even just looking at my anime list which is i guess the the go-to fan website that i like to operate on when it comes to anime as far as other recommendations go that falls into this realm yeah doro hidoro uh, Devil Man Crybaby was another one that's listed here. Gantz, which is some pretty mind-bending science fiction. Uh, Attack on Titan was another one that got mentioned. If you like this, you'd like that. Cyberpunk Edge Runners is there. So there's a lot of bleed, and even like Fully Cooley and Psychopath. So there's a lot of bleed there from uh, this this sort of anime community with a ton of shows that I think you might really really enjoy. So I'll put a list together for you. One of the reasons I'm so willing to to finish and eager to finish Chainsaw Man is, like you said, what, 12 episodes this season? 12 episodes so far, yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Because if this was 700 episodes, I wouldn't bother. Like, I'm not going to finish it. There's there's too much, not just too much content, but there's just too much lore to understand. I'm that far behind. I'm not going to catch up. 12 episodes, I can can handle. Liking the characters. And above all, I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to see where this can go because it did start so big and so outlandish. And Chainsaw Man seems like a character who, like, how would you beat him? Will he rust? I need to know these things. Does Pachita come back? <laughs> is, is that chainsaw fueled? Like, exactly. does it take two strokes? Is it a battery power? What, what fuels thing? those motor blades? Do I have to sharpen the blade? Do I have to change, change the, the uh, chain? I, I, what's the maintenance for him? I need to know these things. Mm. Those are very hard-hitting questions that you'll just only find out by watching more. Like, you've, you're have two episodes in, you've got another 10 to go, which I'm very excited to get your, your running commentary-based updates on as you work your way through this season because the first season is great and holy guacamole is there some big jaw-drop moments and some crazy devils and some of the contracts you see that have been made with certain characters in this, in this anime. Holy shit, they are fucking phenomenal oh okay that's an, okay all right i'm in for that that's all i'm gonna say like that's sort of broad broad strokey enough not to be spoilery but yeah the the world that uh chainsaw man exists in there's a lot of contracts made between good and bad people with devils so uh yeah it's it's pretty freaking cool i'm in 100 and i'll keep you posted with my uh, progress Lovely, lovely. Well, we might shift now to the last word, which is presented by our friends over at Japan Crate. Experience Japan through snacks and knickknacks via monthly package drops courtesy of japancrate.com. Jesse, what is your last word on Chainsaw Man before you look to close the studio down for another indefinite amount of time? Reinvigorating. It, it, it sparked something in me. and it, You know that scene in Step Brothers when he's uh, sweaty from watching Cops? I was sweaty from watching Chainsaw Man. It just got the blood pumping. Probably the most my heart has had to work since lockdown. It's probably the best workout I've had to have. Uh, <laughs> which is a compliment to the show, but also detrimental towards me. But yeah, I'm going to say, it, it, the spark is there. There's a little light in the darkness of my anime vacant heart. I love that. You've got a little Pochita heart inside you now you just pumping strongly and your suggestion was the pachita that has reawoken me as anime man i love that i love that i'm gonna i'm gonna save you in my phone as anime man after this because i think that's a nickname that everyone aspires to get (laughs) 
But um, yeah, before we officially shut down, I guess we could uh, throw the throw the microphone over to you one last time and, and give the listeners uh, the the elevator pitch, not only on yourself but story mode. Where where can you be found? Where can your content be found? Anything else and in between that you want to mention? The floor is yours, my good friend. Ooh, okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so I host a little podcast called uh, the Story Mode Podcast, which is part of the Story Mode Gaming Network. Uh, on Story Mode Podcast, we talk about mainly video games, but we've also branched out into music, TV, movies, pop culture, basically anything that tickles my fancy and I want to talk about for an hour and a bit uh, each week. Uh, part of that network, we've also got Dialogue Options, which I'm on quite often, which is more video game centric, but we have a few plans for some uh, new shows on the horizon. So uh, give us a follow at Mode AUS over on, on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, Maybe one day TikTok. Look, if I can do anime, then I can do TikTok. Okay, I, this is New Year New Me. Um, if you do want to follow the new me, I'm on Twitter myself, um, at Jesse Spanner. I am not happy with the Twitter update because it's confusing me at the moment, so I don't tweet as much as I usually do. <laughs> but I would say my tweets are quite deranged at times, so jump on board. Let's get weird. You bring the heat and you're an excellent follower. So that is at J-E-S-S-E-S-P-A-N-N-E-R on the Twitters. But listeners, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, not only more than Hentai, an anime appreciation podcast, but all the other podcasts you are listening to on the regular. Those ratings and reviews help keep the emotional lights on in all of our hearts. Takes no time, costs no money, and means the world to us. So please do that. We'll be forever in your debt. If you want to get some merchandise, you can head on over to shop8bit.net to get the best video game and culture-based merch in the land. If you want to check all our content out on the web, you can head on over to videogamesandculture.com. But listeners, whether your anime be subbed, dubbed, or still yet to come, enjoy yourself and much love to all the waifus out there. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.